Welcome to All Time Greatest Podcast. We have Chris Raboyne, one of the other co-hosts. What's up? What's up? So, first topic of the day will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New York Giants um, recap. And it might, for me, personally, I thought the Giants played well and played hard. I thought the whole game was just – it was. I think overall it was better than the Sunday night game that we had. Honestly, I believe that that game was probably the best game of the year for them. It had everybody on the edge of their seat the entire game. Mm-hmm. See – Defense each week is getting better for the Giants. I okay. think Joe Judge is doing a great job for them. He's doing he's making them play hard, play competitive, and not giving them like up one at least a snap. Like every snap they're doing their best and they're playing hard. Well, the thing about Joe Judge for me is that like I don't know how to put it. Like he it's his first year as a head coach, one and two, it's his it's an entire new team for him. Mm-hmm. So he's he's learning throughout the year, and you can see that we're progressively getting better because he's starting to understand our team more. That's the thing; we're mm-hmm. not giving him the time. See, I feel like you got to give him at least two to three more years, see how he does. But overall, New York was in that game; he had a fourteen-three or fourteen-six lead at halftime. I thought Tampa just looked really bad last night. Oh yeah. Um. Besides the defense, looked it looked all right, but Brady did miss on a open, open. He missed on open receivers mm-hmm. a lot, and he kept he. I don't know what his thing was. He kept trying to fire for Gronk, and mm-hmm. you can't really be doing that. You can't have favorites on a team. You have to go to every player that's open possible. See, I also noticed that the penalties. You know, Tampa Bay defensively had a lot of penalties that was able to gain New York a lot of offensive plays and be able to move up the field whenever they needed to. And the Bucks O-line definitely got beat a couple times throughout that whole game against the Giants' defensive line. I think the defensive line for the Giants had Buccaneers' offensive line the whole game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But what also really shocked me is that how Evan Engram was really on his game last night, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, in past games, he hasn't really been like – putting up the numbers but now he's now that daniel jones is starting to kind of spread out his like entire list and look at all the players that are open i think he's starting to get a better like pretty much he's getting better attuned to the team Mm -hmm. no i feel like i feel like the giants are doing really well um despite their record but tampa bay did look a little off the mark yeah sloppy not really looking like a team that is clearly a favorite to get to the Super Bowl or anything like that. But um, the topic of the, that is going to be for the next couple of weeks is that pass interference call. In my eyes, that's a pass interference. Oh, yeah, that was definitely a pass interference. That really bugged me when what, I saw that. What the corner has to do is turn your head when the ball is getting thrown. When the ball is getting thrown and you don't turn your head and you make contact with any part of the receiver that allows that doesn't allow the receiver to have a chance at the ball, that's a pass interference. I don't know how else to explain it, but I honestly think that I just feel like every mm-hmm. like I feel like every ref always has like a thing to protect Brady, you know? Mm-hmm. Because there's been so many games where there should be flags and penalties and things on the Patriots for example, when he was on the Patriots, and even with the Buccaneers, there's been plenty of like, like 
there's been plenty of flags. There's been plenty of penalties that should have been known. But the thing is, is that the penalties and everything are being ignored by the reps because they just don't care. Mm-hmm. I they just want, they want to keep him as so-called the greatest of all time. I just it, this this pass interference call made me think of many other pass interferences calls, but just a few to say was the one Brady was in this game, obviously too. The Patriots versus the Chiefs and Foxborough, he threw the ball to Philip Dorsett. Eric Berry made contact, but there was no call. But it was sort of the even the Rams Saints game that um that year when there should have been a pass interference call, but there wasn't. It was it's like the same play over and over again. I don't know how else to explain a pass interference call. That that was a call that should have been called. No, there's just I don't care if you say it's not a pass interference call. That's no doubt a no brainer pass interference oh, call. Easily, easily. I I. Like that's saying like I go up to you and someone's throwing the ball and I just end up making contact with you and you can't even get the ball. That's all day pass interference on me. Mm-hmm. So why should it be any different? But also, uh, I would like to recognize how Dion Lewis and also both Wayne Goldman can like collectively kind of step in the shoes of Saquon. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been missing Saquon. Hopefully, he comes back next year healthier and he's not scared of that injury anymore. Hopefully he can play to his top, like his top skill. But, but for now we have Wayne Gallman and Dion Lewis filling the shoes. And I really like, I can't like show any more happiness for that because now that those two are getting more like playtime, it's going to show that they have like better records and stuff for like fantasy football and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? No, de- definitely. Deion Lewis played great. I mean, Gallman definitely. Obviously, they're no Saquon Barkley, but oh, absolutely. They're no. they're they'll be able to get the job done. Um, along with Alfred Morris, I haven't seen that guy play in a long time. I he played last yesterday for the Giants, so it was nice to yeah. see that. But I mean, that's that's really what I took away from the game, really. But. Tampa definitely needs to step it up. That you can't play these types of games against the a one and six team. The Giants defense yesterday. Except the Giants defense is good, but if you have this amount of offensive firepower, you should be able to at least put up more points. Oh no! What I was what I was going to say is is that the Giants defense last night did a very good job of stripping the ball from like Tampa's offense. Mm -hmm. Like they did a very good job. They got two. They stripped him twice, and then, I mean, Daniel Jones didn't really do a very good job with his throws because mm-hmm. he threw two interceptions yeah, last he, night. He has to definitely um figure out how to not create turnovers and just know that if there's not if the play is not there, he's got to get it thrown away. Oh yeah, absolutely. save it for another down. He's got to ground it and just hopefully potentially get it on the next play. But I feel like that's always been a thing that Eli did when he was the the mm-hmm. quarterback for. The Giants, but yeah. I feel like he learned that from Eli, just trying to always make an opportunity out of something. But mm-hmm. he can't really be doing that these days. Yeah, no. See, and like I, I can't really criticize because I don't know how, like, what's going through your mind because I don't, I don't, I'm not exactly. an NFL quarterback. Exactly. But because I feel like I would do the same thing. But if you're gonna 
continuously to do the same thing, I think it's repetitive. And I think you need to figure out, okay, this is going to, this is happening again, quick second, just throw it away. Or at least schedule like, like a fake play or something during the middle of that. Mm -hmm. So like if something's going wrong and you don't think Daniel Jones can get it out, Mm -hmm. he's got to always have someone in second line that can always kind of get him out of a, like a stickle. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Um, also, I would like to uh, also mention how Tate threw the ball last night. Yeah, I, I saw that play, that trick play. That trick play was really good. It was shocking. I didn't. I did not expect that. He took a hit, but that was a great, great play. Oh yeah, that was a phenomenal play. I was, I was more than happy with that play. I was in shock. My jaw dropped definitely on that play. And you could definitely see frustration out of Brady on that sideline because he knew he sh- shouldn't have been in that close of a game with the Giants. But it's not New England anymore where you're going to not – you're going to be – make sure you're not going to have penalties and stuff. But um, Exactly. And when, when you're a quarterback and you change to a new, che- like a new team and you're going against one-year-old rivals, that was very tough. And you have only – you have a, a quarterback on the opposite team that's only been playing for two or three years, and you've been playing for like a long time, and he comes very close to beating you. I could see how that could hurt his morale. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because in that game, even like before, people probably were like, "Oh, this isn't going to be a game. Tampa's going to smoke them." I I said in episode one, this is going to be a closer game than people think because just the way Joe Judge and the Giants have been playing definitely just felt like a game that's going to be well, close. All, what all also death. helps is that Joe judge knows Tom Brady. So mm-hmm. like he knows what his like little tips and tricks are going to be. Cause I agree. he was in the coaching staff for a very long time. So yeah, I mean the best way I can put it is that I could see why Brady was like hurt. Like someone that has been playing for only two or three years is coming up to him and is almost like sending him out. I could see how he could be upset on the sideline. hundred percent. I mean, I mean the way he got upset and threw his helmet, that's one thing, but. Well, yeah, that's just competitiveness. Like when you're trying to be the best, that just happens and oh. everything. But that's really all I, I have to say on this. Um, oh, yeah. Not sure if there's much to talk about on a Tuesday with no news really. So what do you got anything? Nope. I think I'm all set. I really went over everything that I wanted to go over. All right. Well, that'll probably do it for today. That'll conclude episode two. Um, thank you guys and enjoy your day.